Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 22nd of September, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddharamaya and Deputy CM DK Shivkumar met in Delhi with Union Ministers and MPs to discuss the Kaveri water dispute with Tamil Nadu. They plan to seek a Supreme Court stay on the Kaveri Water Management Authority's order. Siddharamaya highlighted the state's historic low August rainfall, causing severe distress. He urged the Prime Minister's intervention for a resolution. In other headlines, JDS leader H.D. Kumaraswamy will visit New Delhi for discussions with BJP's central leadership regarding a potential alliance for the 2024 Lok Sabha polls in Karnataka. He dismissed reports on seat-sharing talks as speculation, emphasizing the need for a robust opposition against the state's ruling Congress government. Kumaraswamy affirmed he won't contest Lok Sabha polls, prioritizing his constituency's needs. Kumaraswamy asserted JDS respects all communities despite alliance considerations with the BJP. In some more news, the Karnataka High Court seeks the union government's reconsideration of orders to ex-corp, formerly Twitter, for blocking tweets, accounts and URLs. A division bench hearing the appeal sets a deadline of September 27th for the government's response. The Ministry of Electronics issued 10 orders from February 2021 to February 2022, directing blocks. Twitter challenged 39 of them, but a single judge bench dismissed it and fined the company Rs 50 lakhs. Up next, the KR Pura Bipanahali Metro Line underwent statutory safety checks. Led by CMRS Anant Madhukar Chaudhary, inspection covered bearings, piers, girders, viaduct and walkway. The focus was on open web girder at Benigana Halli and facilities at Benigana Halli station. The rolling stock was examined during the metro train ride. BMRCL anticipates CMRS clearance within a week. The 1.9 km Kengeri Chalagata Metro Line safety inspection is expected by the end of September. Now on to other news. Historians express dismay over a modern concrete structure being built on an 8th-century temple site in Mane, Bengaluru rural district. Mane, once known as Manyapura, served as the second capital for the Western Gangas. It's now a village in Nelamangla Taluk, about 50 kilometers from Bengaluru's Vidana Sauda. The sprawling site, once home to Ganga-era temples, now lies in ruins, marred by plastic waste and weeds. Eventually, a new mantapa will stand in its place. Moving on, a three-member committee led by Dr. Arundhati Chandrasekhar, Commissioner of Treasuries, is appointed by the state government to probe reported irregularities at the Kidwai Memorial Institute of Oncology. Other members include Guruswami and Mahadev, officials from the cooperative societies and audit departments. Complaints also touch upon violations of the Karnataka Transparency in Public Procurements Act in medicine procurement and other tenders. The inquiry committee is mandated to investigate and submit a report. Meanwhile, a coalition of civic society groups known as Horatada Hakigagi Janandolana threatens to march from MG Road's Gandhi statue to Vidana Sada's Dr. B.R. Ambedkar statue on October 2nd if the government doesn't revoke the city police's protest restrictions to Freedom Park. They label the order as unconstitutional and demand its withdrawal by the specified date. Introduced in January 2022, the order confines protests to Freedom Park, hindering effective voice amplification. On a different note, Bengaluru startup Smart Terra clinched the Ashirwad Water Challenge, a contest by the Nudd Centre for Social Innovation and Ashirwad, 
by Aliaxis, focusing on tech solutions for India's water crisis. Chennai's Solinas Integrity is the runner-up. Smart Terra's AI-powered platform aids in detecting water leaks and faulty meters for reduced wastage. Founded in 2020, the startup system demonstrated 77% accuracy in localizing losses during the pilot phase. National News. Moving on to the national news. Prime Minister Narendra Modi hailed the passage of the Women's Reservation Bill in the Lok Sabha as a pivotal moment in India's parliamentary journey. He expressed gratitude to all members who supported the legislation, emphasizing its historic significance for women's empowerment. The bill, securing 33% of seats for women, garnered overwhelming support with 454 votes for and only two against. Meanwhile, Kerala's Health Minister Veena George announced the Indian Council of Medical Research recognition for TrueNAT tests to detect Nipah virus cases. Level 2 biosafety labs and hospitals can now conduct these tests, enhancing preventive measures. No fresh Nipah infections were reported on Wednesday, with 61 high-risk contacts testing negative. Out of 323 samples, 6 were positive, with 2 fatalities and 4 under treatment. A seroprevalence study will be conducted to understand repeated outbreaks in Koriko district. In more news, the DGCA suspended Air India's Chief of Flight Safety for a month due to identified lapses in accident prevention efforts. Surveillance on July 25-26 revealed deficiencies in safety work and technical staff availability. Some internal audits were found to lack regulatory compliance. The regulator instructed the airline not to assign certain audits to the specific auditor who showed negligence. Shifting our focus, ISRO prepares for a crucial attempt to revive Chandrayaan 3's Vikram lander and Pragyan rover after a two-week sleep during the lunar night. The hopeful reboot scheduled for today at lunar dawn could extend the mission's success. ISRO's chairman S. Somanath expresses optimism for equipment revival, anticipating renewed data collection from the lunar surface. If successful, the rover may resume mobility while the lander continues data collection. In a general weather update for the country, the India Meteorological Department predicts a prolonged monsoon season near Chandigarh, beyond the usual withdrawal date of September 25th. Light rain is expected to resume with continued showers over the weekend due to a cyclonic circulation and a weak western disturbance. This monsoon season, from June 1st to September 30th, saw 1,123.4 mm of rain, surpassing the normal by 36.9%. Daytime temperatures will remain lower in the event of daytime rainfall. International news. Turning our attention to international news. Amid escalating tensions between India and Canada, New Delhi has indefinitely halted visa services for Canadian citizens. The diplomatic row triggered by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's allegations led to tit-for-tat expulsions of senior diplomats. Although no formal announcement was made, the Indian mission's visa services suspension was confirmed by BLS International, the centre responsible for visa applications in Canada. In ongoing news, ousted Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan faces criminal conspiracy charges, carrying a potential death penalty for allegedly orchestrating an attack on army installations and inciting mutiny, said a senior Punjab police official. Alongside Section 120B, nine other charges including provocation, abetting mutiny and attempting to wage war against Pakistan have been filed. Khan has been in a talk jail since August 5, 2023. In a recent development, Chinese President Xi Jinping is set to attend the 19th Asian Games opening ceremony in Hangzhou on September 23rd. He will also meet with visiting leaders including Syrian President Bashar al-Assad in bilateral activities and a welcome banquet. 
The games, initially scheduled for September last year, were postponed due to China's strict COVID measures. The event will bring together athletes from 45 countries and territories across Asia and the Middle East. In some other news, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services will resume providing free COVID-19 home tests to Americans. This program paused in May after the public health emergency ended and will restart on September 25th. Each household can order up to four tests at covidtest.gov. The upcoming tests will remain valid until the end of 2023, with instructions on how to verify extended expiration dates. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. ABB India Limited has received an order from global logistics firm Sam Skip to provide a comprehensive power distribution system for two new hydrogen-powered short-sea container ships. ABB's onboard DC grid will optimize energy use, while its ability system 800XA will enhance safety performance. They are scheduled for delivery in Q3 and Q4 of 2025, co-funded by Norwegian state enterprise ENOVA. In more business news, Parag Vaith has been appointed as the chief executive and director on the board of Liberty General Insurance. With over two decades of experience in the insurance industry, Vaith previously served as the president of Consumer Lines at Tata AIG General Insurance. He succeeds Rupam Asthana, who played a pivotal role in establishing Liberty's operations in India. The company, operational since 2013, boasts a team of over 1,100 employees across 100 locations in 28 states. Next up, in some tech news, WhatsApp is testing a passkey feature allowing users to log in with biometric authentication. Passkeys replace passwords and are securely stored in the device's password manager. Initially available to limited beta testers, it aims to offer a secure sign-in method for other devices. The feature is expected on iOS as well, with storage in the iOS keychain. Further details will emerge as the feature expands to more users. Moving on, MG Motors considering the establishment of a second manufacturing plant in India. Gaurav Gupta, deputy MD of MG Motor India, stated that the process typically takes two to three years. The company currently operates a plant in Halol, Gujarat, with an annual capacity of 120,000 units. The location of the potential second plant has not been disclosed yet. In market news for September 22nd, the Sensex registered a decline of 620.93 points or 0.93%, closing at 66,179.91, while the Nifty fell by 176.40 points or 0.89%, ending at 19,725.00. Out of the total, 971 shares advanced, 2,133 declined, and 91 remained unchanged. The market witnessed a widespread sell-off in response to the U.S. Federal Reserve's hawkish stance, indicating a likelihood of maintaining high interest rates for an extended period. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. India's race for the official entry to the Oscars 2024 has commenced, featuring films like The Kerala Story, Zvigato, and Rocky or Rani ki Prem Kahani. Over 22 entries from across India have been submitted, with a final decision to be made by a 17-member jury led by filmmaker Girish Kasaravalli. The announcement is anticipated next week after extensive screenings in Chennai. In news from Hollywood, Michael Caine hinted at retirement in an interview, suggesting The Great Escaper might be his final film due to age-related mobility challenges. The British acting icon, known for classics like The Italian Job, noted he was 90 and found it hard to walk properly. 
Despite this, he expressed joy in playing the character of Bernie. The Great Escaper depicts the true story of World War II veteran Bernard Jordan's determined journey to attend D-Day commemorations. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the Kerala Women's Commission has taken suo-moto action against actor Alencia Leigh Lopez for disrespectful behaviour. Commission Chairperson P. Sati Devi requested a report from District Police Chief Tiruvananthapuram Rudal D. Shilpa regarding the incident. Lopez's comments during the Kerala State Film Awards ceremony degrading women and the award statuette were criticised. Additionally, Lopez behaved offensively towards a TV news journalist, leading to a registered case. Spooler Sports in sports news, Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Alan Williams resigned recently, citing personal reasons. Head coach Matt Eberflus has taken over. Williams expressed gratitude for the opportunity to work with the Bears, emphasizing their rich history. He thanked the McCaskey family, coach Eberflus and general manager Ryan Poles. Williams plans to return to coaching after addressing his health. Speculation arose regarding the reasons for Williams' absence with reports of law enforcement activity, but official sources provided no confirmation. In more sports updates, Spain's World Cup winning players, boycotting the women's national team, ended their protest after government intervention. Barcelona's Patrick Guijaro and Mapi Leon left with government guarantees. Others stayed informing that some reform demands would be met. The crisis began when ex-Federation President Luis Rubiales kissed player Jenny Hermoso, leading to player rebellion. The agreement aims for parity in the treatment of men's and women's national teams and structural improvements in women's soccer. Wrapping up sports news after visa delays, MotoGP personnel and riders have arrived at Greater Noida's Budh International Circuit for India's inaugural MotoGP race. An agency error caused initial flight misses including for champion Marc Marquez. Aspa, with teams in both Moto2 and Moto3, confirmed that their personnel had arrived at the circuit after facing visa delays. The motorcycles and equipment had already arrived in India last week. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for another edition of Sunday Soul Sante, Bohomania, and bring friends and family along to this fun event. Happening at the Jaimahal Palace Hotel on the 24th of September at 10am. Catch Ace Comics, Sumit Anand, as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Watermelons Under Tree Trunks, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 23rd of September at 6pm. Join an exclusive open mic event and express yourself in song, story or poetry happening at the Chords Music Centre Malayshuram on the 24th of September at 6.30pm. Interested in painting on plates? Here's something for you. Join an exclusive beginner's class with the Art on a Plate workshop conducted by Ace Art Experts at the Dialogues Cafe, Kuramangla 4th Block on the 23rd of September at 2pm. You can also catch the insanely talented Naveen Noronha in his latest outing, Average Adult, performing live at the Comedy Garage, Whitefield, on the 23rd of September at 9.30pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On 22nd September, Bengaluru can expect afternoon thunderstorms. While there's a high chance of rainfall, it will be light. Temperatures will range from a warm maximum of 29 degrees Celsius to a pleasant minimum of 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index accounting for humidity is around 33 degrees Celsius. The day's highest temperature aligns with a typical September reading of 28.3 degrees Celsius. 
That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast powered by Spooler.